As-Siddiq Conversations is brought to you by Masjid As-Siddiq. A special thank you to the organization's executives, our tech team, our hosts, and our guests. For more information and any questions, email us at podcast at Thank you and hope you enjoy. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. I am your host, uh, Saeed Razak, along with my co-hosts, uh, Brother Daoud and Brother Naseeb. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum assalam. Wa alaikum. Wa alaikum assalam. Um, you know, this is the first episode, like I mentioned, of this new initiative. Um, we've stepped into the podcast game. And for those of you who do not know, AMO stands for. Let's see if you want to tell us. Muslim Organization. All right. So, Asidik Muslim Organization, again, if you don't know, is located in Queens, New York. And this is our attempt at jumping into something new, um, taking advantage of a new platform, and seeing what we can do best with it. Inshallah. Um, Inshallah. So, just for this first episode, we want to lay a little bit of groundwork, and then we'll get a little bit more into the fun stuff, um, you know, in the coming episodes. Right. Um, so, just laying that groundwork... Um, amongst the three of us specifically, we spoke a lot about, you know, starting up this podcast. What were the ideas? What what did we have in mind? So let's let's just share with everybody what the thought process was going into that. Yeah, I think um, one of the, the things about a podcast and something that we really wanted to do with this is that we wanted to bring in a different forum um, for others where it's not just the the traditional lectures and programs and all of the things that we already do, but something a bit different, a bit more informal. Um, and because of that, there's a lot, uh, a different audience that um, really can benefit from this, right? And I think it was important for us to do this because our community really needs that extra outlet to really get this information. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, I mean, at least, at least personally, growing up, you, you always know that you come to the masjid and, you know, every couple of days, every week or so, there's always going to be a lecture. And when you come to the masjid, you normally, you sit and you listen to the lecture where it's, you're, there's not much interaction. It's not very informal. So I think by us starting this, it gives people, like Naseeb said, a different way to kind of gain knowledge. And hopefully we can, we can even impart some knowledge, some ideas without even knowing it. And just by listening, people can benefit from us. Yeah, so I just want to let people know that while both Naseeb and Dawood uh, said, you know, knowledge, right. um, I, I don't want people to get scared and think that this is going to be like something where we're teaching a class right. or it's going to be like something so focused on like Islam and, and mm. things like that. Um, one of the ideas that we had and one of the intentions behind this is that it's informal, it's right. entertaining, it's fun, right? It's about, yep. you know, life, it's about, you know, social, um, you know, problems. You know, it's, it's just about anything and everything that people in our community, people, young Muslims, um, would find interesting. Right. And we know that the majority of young Muslims um, are not thinking about going into you know, studying Islam as, as, you know, like their job, right? Right, yeah. But at the same time, you need to know a little bit about, you need to be a little bit more well-rounded yeah. if, if yeah. you get what I'm saying. Yeah, and then uh, also one of the things that we look to do with this podcast is, is talk about things that may not 
want to be talked about in other cases like maybe sometimes it's something as simple as mental health right you know a lot of times um in our communities these topics are not really given um as much attention as they should so sometimes it's just something simple you know every single person needs to know about mental health right that's just an example so it's also a place where we can kind of talk about certain things yeah you know? there there are topics both you know socially as well as topics that have to deal with islam you know that a lot of people they don't they don't talk about it right, right? just because it's either it's uncomfortable or people people just aren't ready for some yeah. of those topics to be discussed as a lecture or something so that's especially because this is an informal platform that it's something that we can shed some light on and Said, I I believe we're also going to have some others joining us that can also help sh- uh, shed some light on other topics. Definitely. So we do have an extensive um, guest list planned. Mm. Um, it's not going to always be the three of us talking because let's face it, even we would get bored um, with yeah. just the three yeah. of us talking. Um, but yeah, and and just w- to add one thing before we transition into something else, uh, based on what you guys mentioned, um, we, we will try to talk about a little bit... Uh, I don't want to use the word controversial topics, mm. but it, it could be said that way. But in doing that, we're going to try to um, not get ourselves into any kind of trouble. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And um, another thing as well, um, sometimes we might just simply talk about Android versus iPhone, you know, as yeah, simple as like that. You know, there's so much. Like all right. All right. This is the first episode. Let's um, let's not get into something like yeah, that. Yeah. Don't, don't, we might don't not be friends after that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, don't, don't start. Don't I start have a fight nothing right against now, Apple or Android. Just saying. All right, let's um let's transition transition yeah. into something else. Yeah. Uh, one of the things, one of the ideas that we um have for this podcast is um, you know, we're your hosts, just for us to you to get to know us a little bit better, as well as um you to get to know other people in your life a little bit better. Right. Um, think a little bit deeper on certain topics, certain ideas, and you know, just try to tap into that um that other uh mode of thinking so one of the things that we want to do from you know the first podcast going forward is to ask some um each other ask each other some thought-provoking questions Mm -hmm. um something that's going to make you think and you know let's see let's see where it takes us ask Uh ask your friends ask your family these questions and you might learn something new about them right all right i'm I'm sure you might have some under your belt Saeed. some so let's go with the first question what activities when you do them make you lose track of time i'm gonna limit you guys only two things only two um when you do these activities you lose track of time you lose all sense of time hmm. nasim um <laughs> i was hoping I'm, you'd I'm, go gonna, first. I'm gonna take some more time to think okay. so you you go ahead. um yeah i can easily answer this one uh don't judge me um <laughs> But I think one of the things that I really lose time in um, is when it comes to video games. Um, mm. You know, it's something that, it, for me, um, especially because there's a lot of things that um, I do on a daily basis, it's a nice way to kind of zone out. So I lose track of time because I enjoy I have a good time. Yeah. Um, and the second thing I yeah. think for me um, is doing certain things that I enjoy, whether it's like playing sports. Um, or, or even simply just like creating, I'm, I like to create a lot of stuff on, like on the laptop and stuff. So I think especially when it comes to those those few things that I really enjoy, once I get into it, I lose track of all the time. Definitely. Yeah. Okay. Um, Daoud? 
So the first the first activity I'd, I'd list is, like Naseeb said, playing sports, right? Mm-hmm. Basketball, anything that whenever whenever you kind of get into to the flow of the game, right? It It's very hard to keep track of time. Yeah. Like sometimes you'd be out there for hours and then you'd realize like, oh, I, I've been out here for like six hours. Yeah. Um, The other thing that... I would say, and I'm not going to get into a specific activity, right? I think this goes for a lot of things in general, that whenever you're looking at something, um, the hardest the hardest part of doing anything, right? Whether it's uh, doing work for like school, you know, coming to the masajid, re- reviewing Quran, reciting Quran, yeah. the hardest thing about anything that you do is always getting started, right? Like to get yourself up, and actually go and do whatever you're, you're, you know, you want to do. But I think that once you take that first step and you get, you get going, that anything that you do after that, it becomes easy, right? Once, like, like the same, the same thing that I was saying for the sports, right? Once you start getting into the flow of something, I feel that it's very easy to lose track of time. Yeah. So, what about you, Saeed? Definitely, definitely, some good answers. Um, I'm not gonna. Obviously, sports and stuff goes without saying, but um, so I came up with these questions. You guys haven't seen these questions before. No. no. Um, so I actually had a little bit of extra time to think about it. Um, the first two things came to mind, obviously, and um, one wasn't wasn't such a good thing. Oh no. Um, oh, so man. I think, and this goes for a lot of us. I think that when we start to like scroll social media. You know, very quickly you start you start scrolling and then like 20, 30 minutes can just fly by just in the blink of an eye almost. Right. Um, And that's also me personally. Right. Sometimes uh, that happens. And and I know for a fact that I'm not on social media as much as some of the other people that I know, some friends and stuff like that that I have. Right. Um, But then the second thing, and this is true for myself um, specifically, is something that Daoud mentioned um, very briefly. Um, when I start to review Quran, yeah, um, I'll I'll start off reviewing. Maybe I have to review four pages of Quran, but I can never stop at four pages. No. I I can never ever stop at four pages. I I always will end up you know keep going. And right. as soon as you end a page, you say, all right, I'm gonna stop here. Read the and next page. I think I think that goes right back to what I was saying about flow, right? Especially with Quran. Like when when you start reciting, and that that goes just to show the beauty of the Quran, right? That it's once you get going, you never you don't want to stop. Each ayah, each surah, it flows into the other so so seamlessly. Yeah, but that's gonna that's gonna take us into a different conversation that we're not gonna touch on today. Mm. Um, that may not be the case for everyone. Yeah, right. But let's get into the second question. Um, second question: Would you rather have less work? Or more work that you actually enjoy doing? So the question is, have less work in general uh-huh. or more work, but work that you don't enjoy? Wrong. Would you rather have less work in total? Okay. So a less volume of work, right. let's say. Or would you rather have more work uh, in terms of amount, but it's work that you enjoy doing? That you enjoy doing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I think definitely for me it's it's work that I enjoy, you know, mm-hmm. because I'm, as a person, um, if I have nothing to do, I'm going to find something to do. Okay. I just like to stay busy. And especially when it's something that I enjoy, 
I don't uh-huh. mind being overwhelmed or having more than I can handle at the moment because I know I enjoy it. So I know I'm going to power through it. Interesting. And that would be my choice, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I that mean, you know, they always say that if you if you enjoy what you're doing, then you never work a day in your life, right? Mm-hmm. That once once you once you find something, it it doesn't have to, you know, whatever you like doing, right? right? If 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 that's the work that you've been assigned or that's the work that you've taken on upon yourself, especially if it's something that you you have taken on upon yourself, right? Because you're volunteering yourself to take on more. Right. That shows that you like what you do. And if you enjoy what you're doing, then you, that could also be a way to relax for you, right? If if you enjoy doing, you know, what, what you're doing. Yeah, and I'm gonna say I'm gonna say the same thing. I'm gonna make it unanimous, and you know, just for us, like a testament to that, um, that feeling and that that position is just with this podcast alone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, mm-hmm. this was a a job, uh, you know, a set of work, an amount of work that we took on upon ourselves. And, you know, we thought it was going to just be one, two, three, very easy. But it turned out that there was a lot of things that we didn't anticipate, a lot of things that came in the way. Um, and, and we had to, you know, take time and work through those things. And so, you know, maybe what started out as a few days of preparation turned into, you know, several weeks of preparation. Right. Yeah, so I, think, I think it could have been, I mean, going back to what you were saying about the podcast, right? It. It would have been very easy after the first couple of days, the first couple of tests to be like, maybe this isn't something that we should do. But like I said, it's something that we, the three of us and everyone else who's helped in producing this podcast, it's something that we enjoy doing. Right. And it's something that we were passionate about in a way. So it, it never really felt like doing any work. Definitely. So let's um let's transition into another discussion. Um might be something a little bit controversial i don't I like, know i like controversial um but basically so obviously we're in new york um uh it's what what, when it, what is it now it's uh it's like almost towards the end of july yeah it's yeah. Uh, um, 12 48 p.m <laughs> 12 40 okay so it's it, <laughs> 12 48 uh towards the latter PM. part of um of july and um one of the big issues um especially in in new york uh, of recently, the last few months has been um, COVID nineteen. Yeah, mm. um, and I don't want to talk about you know what what happened and, and and those type of things and and you know I don't want to get into that. But what I do want to talk about, um, and I think it's it's uh, it's necessary to set the tone for this podcast. I want to talk about the good things that came out of that uh, you know that period. Yeah, with with any situation, it's always about your mindset and how you look at it. Yeah, it's right. it's very easy for us to to look at you know the situation that we're in here in New York, and just look at everything that has been bad, everything that's been negative. Because a lot of times, the negative the negative aspects of a situation are the first things that jump out at you. Right. But if you if you take the time and you sit and you reflect, and you look at some of the things that may not happen as a direct result of a certain situation, but things that have happened down the line, that there's a lot of benefit and positive things that can come out of a situation. That's true. Um, so I'm, I'm actually going to go a little bit on a different take on this, besides positive and negative. Yeah. Um, it's been great. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, uh, you know, alhamdulillah, for me, you know, I'm obviously this is my, my personal experience, but, 
you know, I've gotten more time at home, more time with the family, mm-hmm. more mm-hmm. time even in the month of Ramadan. Um, yeah. You know, more time to do what I want to do. Yeah. Um, work around the house and, and a lot of things that I put off for a while. So I think for definitely, me, definitely. one of the best things about COVID nineteen, I mean, as bad as it may be, um, for me, it's just been that benefit of of having that extra time to do the things that I wanted to do. So so let's just jump back into uh, what you were talking about there with uh, with Ramadan, right? Yeah. Uh, Ramadan obviously was a few months ago. Um, right. And yeah, definitely. While we in the beginning we all were thinking that you know we can't be in the masjid, we can't do so many things. Uh, personally, it turned out to be one of the best um, months of Ramadan that I've ever had in terms of um, you know just the intimacy of of being you know you and your immediate family alone in the yeah. house and like you know just having to do all of your ibadah. Uh, you know, you're fasting, everything like that without, you know, anyone else. Right. Um, you know, it was just you and and that, you know, small, intimate setting. Uh, the connection w- with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala um, hopefully was unparalleled. Right. Yeah, yeah. I think I think having having Ramadan where where we have to be at home and a little bit more secluded, it, it really helped, at least personally, to to develop that khushu, right? The the, the sincerity, because yeah. A lot of times, and whether whether it happens consciously or subconsciously, that it's you know sometimes certain aspects of what you do in Ramadan because we're all together, we're all at the masjid. It's you know it you can somewhat sometimes kind of fall into a little bit of you know let's let's do it because everybody's doing it you right, know things like yeah. that. But being by yourself, where it's just you and Allah, it. It really builds that iman in your heart, and it helps you become more more focused on what you're doing. You know, when you worship Allah, and and maybe it's also a good gauge um, for certain people because, like you said, um, when you're in a crowd, it's easy to follow the crowd. Right. So if yeah. you're at the masjid, everyone's praying. Obviously, you're gonna pray too, right? Mm-hmm. But when you're by yourself, when you're home, when you're you know, no one else is seeing you. The imam can't see you, right? Right. Um, I mean, what I, is it? What is I, it that you're I, doing then? I'm, I don't know if the imam could see you when you're when you're praying. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, you, you know, know the imam is gonna see you in the masjid or whatever <laughs> the case is. Um, you know, it, it kind of gives you a gauge of yourself. What did I do? Yeah. Um, how did I act when it was just me? Yeah, and you know, a lot of times, um, one of the things that I, for me, um, is commuting. Right. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, you have to travel to the masjid, whether it's even mm-hmm. if it's a five minute drive, but then you have to also get ready and then everyone in the house and and if you only have one or two bathrooms whatever depending on the amount of people in your house right so there's a lot of time spent just trying to get to the masjid right or yeah. prepping to get there yeah. if you're you're um in charge of iftar for that day or whatever right so i think a lot of the time um we gained because we didn't have to spend so much time yeah. trying to get to the masjid so in that mm-hmm. we had more of an opportunity especially like that moment before breaking your fast right yeah. taking advantage of that if time you, if you ask a lot of people they'll say that you know ramadan is very busy for me that i go to work and as soon as i'm home i have to go to the masjid as soon as i get back from the masjid i i have to go to bed so that i can wake up to go to work the next day and a lot of people they they always say that you know in terms of maybe like reciting quran or praying extra salah that if i had a little bit more time i i would you know i do those things and i think allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he gave us he sent us a blessing in disguise with this uh, with having Ramadan at home and now you have that time where you can recite more Quran you can recite uh, 
uh, pray more Salah, right? Yeah. So I mean, just to like summarize, um, the the whole the whole feeling of, you know, this this period um in our lives, um, we can say that us and 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 everyone, you know, you truly did you didn't truly realize what you had, yeah. um, in terms of gifts, in terms of blessings. Uh, in terms of abilities until those things were taken away from you yeah. right um and then the last the last thing that you know we can talk about um and then before we move on to something else is one of the things that obviously came out of us being you know uh kind of secluded staying out of the public eye not being able to do certain things in the massages stuff like that this podcast right oh, yeah. uh that's something that obviously came out of that um Otherwise, we would have been busy with other things going on at the masjid, and we probably wouldn't have had the time to invest into putting this together. Yeah, and I, I think um, a lot of things that we do um, at the masjid, we focus at the masjid. So I think because we've had that time to be away, um, we spent more time on really catering for people who can't be physically at the masjid. And That's mm-hmm. the podcast I think helps. I think being away from the masjid, it it really made us think and you know brainstorm different ways that we can remain connected to the masjid even though we can't be here right and like uh the the virus it's given us that opportunity to reestablish that connection with the masjid right whether it's through listening to this podcast or you know now now that we're beginning to reopen we we shouldn't just have that feeling inside of us that we you know we've missed the masjid and we should really put that feeling into actions, right? That now that the masajid are, are open, that we should make that effort to try and come out. Because I know, at least personally, sometimes, uh, like Juma on Fridays, that it gets a little monotonous in a way, where you know that every day at the, I mean, every week, at the end of your week, you're going to the masjid to pray Juma. But now that we, you know, for a couple of months, we couldn't pray Juma in the masjid. Yeah. Now that, you know, we're, it's finally reopening, I think that it really made us appreciate that time that we spent in the masjid Definitely. even if it's just that one time per week yeah i agree yeah and and you know what you mentioned there just transitions us into the other the other point that we wanted to talk about um you know we're in that stage now where certain places certain uh religious uh houses uh have started to reopen and they're right. functioning at a limited capacity but they're functioning at some capacity yeah. um what are your thoughts on on that um yeah, I think um, it is a very um, trying time, um, and the word that we've heard a lot in the in the last few months is unprecedented, unprecedented times, right? Yeah. Um, and because of that, there are limitations in our masjid in terms of capacity from our local government. Um, I believe right now we're at twenty five percent, but it may be maybe a little bit more depending on when we're listening to this. Um, but generally, I think the limits on on the the masjid um, it sucks. <laughs> you know, you know yeah. as the best way to put it, it sucks. Yeah, but, but I think it's important because we don't want all the efforts that we've made quarantining and and separating from everyone else to contain this to go to waste. So let me let me spark a little controversy amongst the two of you. Um, do you think that um, it it's it's wise for us to to be in the masjid, um, even functioning at such a uh, a limited capacity, right? Or would it have been better that we um, we remain closed um, until the situation looks better in terms of the country situation or the state? Hmm. 
Well, uh, yeah, it is. Uh, this is just your. Yeah. This is just your opinion. So I mean. me personally, yeah. right? Um, I I'm of the opinion, um, generally uh-huh. before I get into the masjid, that if it's not safe, don't go. Right. Yeah, I mean, th- this has nothing to do with the position of the masjid. This is, right. you know, our individual right. opinions, right? Right. Like, Correct, if I yeah. know there's a risk of me going somewhere, yeah, and I know me staying away will prevent it, yeah. Generally, I would stay away, right? Okay. But I get, I think it's important. The masjid is a very important place in our community, mm-hmm. and it should always be that place. And there are necessary services that, um, people may need. Mm-hmm. So I think yeah. it's important to have those services available at all times. Whether yeah. it's virtually, whether it's physically, yeah. um, whether it's behind a, a glass fiberglass piece, a piece of fiberglass, right? Yeah. Um, so I think it's important to be open. Um, yeah. But at the same time, I think in terms of um, how we gather at the mansion, there should be um, more of an emphasis on that safety. Got you. Definitely. I mean, uh, coming for Jumu'ah for the last couple weeks here, like it's evident all throughout the masjid that you know the the executives and the people who run the masjid they they are taking safety into account right mm-hmm. that you know whenever you go to stand for salah there's there's orange tape all over the floors telling you you know reminding you to keep your distance right. there's signs all over telling you you know wear a mask keep you know keep six feet so i think that like Naseeb was saying the masjid is and especially as muslims right it's it's it should be the centerpiece of your community, right? It's where gatherings take place. It's where knowledge is, you know, dispersed. It's where marriages it's are done. Okay. Um, it's 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 a place. It's I a think place. He's been locked up a little too long. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Actually, uh, I think I think that's one of the reasons to see one of the masjids open. Why? Because no, no. I think um, no, no. Because someone actually recently reached out to the masjid, uh, looking to do um, uh, a nikah. Yeah. And Walima and all of that yeah. stuff. Um, not now, but th- later in the year. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm Oh, that's that. yeah. so it's fresh in your head. Fresh yeah, and head. I mean, for me, it's the same thing as well. Um, I think, uh, obviously, there are certain uh, aspects of safety that need to be taken into account. There's certain, um, you know, obviously, we're looking to doctors and we're looking to, um, you know, different health professionals and whatever. Right? But as Muslims, we have something as well um, where, you know, we we take all of these things into account but then sometimes we forget that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he mentioned to us that um from amongst the cures that he sent is the Quran right that the Quran right. itself is a cure um the worship of Allah right it it helps in in these in in these uh you know in in curing you and in and in making yourself spiritually and physically better um so to cut that out completely from your life Right. When it when you have the ability to do it, even if it's to, um, you know, uh, a certain degree, like we're operating at a limited capacity, I think it's it's important. While you take the uh, the advice of the health professionals and you and you take certain precautions and you you know sanitize and, and whatever the case is, right? Um, when it when it when there's such a degree of there is some degree of safety, um, yeah. in in gathering, then I think you know. It's also very important that we worship in the way that we are supposed to worship. Right. Yeah. Um, okay. So I just wanted to, to spark a little controversy, get get you guys um, yeah. thinking a little bit. Um, Definitely. So like we mentioned, uh, and we're going to just start to wrap up here. Uh, like we mentioned to uh, the audience, to the listeners, 
um, this is a new initiative, brand new, something that we we want to see just just how far we can take it, um, uh, how successful it can be, um, and and also, it's it's a new way to reach out to our community, reach out to you know the people in general, and it's something that a lot of masajid, a lot of Islamic organizations have not really um, utilized. Right. Yeah. Um. So. Like we mentioned as well, we have a lot of guests in mind. We have, you know, a long line of guests. We're going to start uh, booking them, and and you'll be seeing them very shortly joining us. We'll we'll put some of our um our community leaders in the hot seat, so to speak. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that. I like. Yeah, um, it's exciting. So what we're going to ask? Can I mention some right now? No, well, actually, you know what? Okay, I'll give them a call. So w- what what we want from the audience that w- this is not possible without our audience, obviously, right? Right. Right. Yeah. Um. So what we want we're going to ask from the audience is that. If you have any suggestions for speakers that you would like us to reach out to topics, um, topics, topics, definitely topics, um, message us, you know, comment, um, you know, wherever you see this, yeah, drop us, drop us some information. Also, um, we have an email podcast at acidic.org. So if you want to email us directly, we're going to link to that. Yeah. Um, so if you don't, you obviously we have our social media pages. Um, if you guys don't already know, you can check it out. But the, the email we have specifically for the podcast, any special things you guys want us to talk about, you yeah. can topics, write guests, to that email. anything. In addition, um, so we asked topics, guests that you guys have in mind. In addition, um, we mentioned about the questions that we're going to try to, um, you know, oh. have at the beginning of, of every uh, episode. Questions that you would like to hear us ask. Questions right. that, you know, thought-provoking questions, funny questions. You know, kind of messed up questions that yeah. you you might have in mind. We can ask it to our hosts, uh, to, to our, our guests. guests. Yeah, you might. Um, the questions are an excellent way to get to know some of the community leaders yeah, and definitely. other guests that we have in in a way that you've never known them before. Yeah, exactly. we, you know, we could. You know, do you like duck curry or chicken curry? You know, which is better? I think we've had enough controversy for this uh, episode. Well, all right, is it and then curry or curry chicken? And then one <laughs> of the the most important things, one of the most important intentions behind this podcast is that we spread, um, you know, positivity, right. that we spread um, goodness, we, spe- we spread motivation to those who might listen to it. Right. So one of the other things that we want to do um, at the end of every podcast is to mention something motivational, whether it's a quote, whether it's something, uh, you know, that that you've uh, you've heard you know mentioned in a movie some something motivational a quote an ayah from Quran something like anything right um, and we have one that I came across uh, today yeah today um, and I think I think it's it's really good um, so it's it says that if you cannot do great things right if you cannot do great things then do small things. In a great way, wow! Right? Yeah, it's profound. What do you guys think it's about beautiful. that? I mean, a lot of times, the the majority of things that you do do um, in life, right? It's not going to be these big, you know, great great things, right? That, but every day, you can do something small, something consistent, but it can bring about much more benefit than any big event could ever do. Right. Right. And whether whether that's like memorizing Quran or uh, learning about even things of this world, right? If you if you just say that one day I'm gonna sit down and you know try and memorize the entire Quran, right? It's it's not gonna happen. 
Right. But if every day, you take it day by day, week by week, month by month, and sometimes, for most times, even year by year, but you do those small actions to the best of your ability and consistently, you can achieve great things. Yeah. Um, and again, a personal experience of mine, uh, this year, you know, I started doing some planting. Mm. And this quote <laughs> reminds me a lot of that because every day you just water this plant little by little, right? And yeah, you're not you're not gonna dump a bucket of water right? on a plant, right? No. Um, but let's just say I instead of planting a big garden, I just plant three plants, right? And I obviously I just planted a few things. Um, but you water it little by little every day and it comes back to that you can have great um, benefits uh, or benefit greatly from that small little watering every day because now two months down the road I have a whole plant of peppers or, or whatever it is that I plant right yeah yeah and and the one thing that I'll mention is uh, you guys talked about personal experiences memorizing you know planting things like that right I think the average person would think about it um, uh, differently a, a little bit differently as well um, and and my takeaway is you know you may not have a huge platform uh, in which to speak, in which to have, in, in which to bring about change, right? But very few people do, right? Very few people have the financial ability to just change things with the, uh, you know, with a single check, for example, right? Yeah. Right. But every day you meet people that you didn't meet before. Every day you meet people that you may not ever meet again. Uh, you have interactions with those, with people of that nature. And no one ever knows what another person is going through sure. and sometimes the way that you interact with a single person changes their entire life their entire outlook on the, the day. day exactly yeah. and so that's one of the things that we want to mention on this podcast that if if there's anything that's going on in your life anything that you know that has you down today last week the day before whatever the case is right if there's something that have that has you down know that um you know, we're here as a source of motivation, as a, as a source of inspiration. And, you know, we just want to mention that whatever you do, do it to the best of your ability. That's it. Um, That's it. Yeah. We don't have an ability to do um, m the majority of us. Right. We don't have an ability to do the most in terms of quantity or, or the best in terms of quality, right. but we are able to give our best in terms of effort, right? We yeah. can uh, we can put our best foot forward, so to and, speak. And I think that's that's something that's really important in life and in life in general, right? That there are certain things that you can't control in life, but what you can always control is the amount of effort you give and the way that you you choose to look at situations, right? Very true. So. In ending our first episode, <laughs> in ending our first episode, uh, three final points. Um, first of all, we ask that Allah Subhanahu wa Taala bless this podcast that He allows us success in it. I mean, I mean, I mean. And uh, the other, the other point that we want to mention just before we we sign off for this first episode is, be the best person that you can be, and that's all you can really do. And also live the best life that you can possibly live. Have a good day. You guys want to say anything else? No, just no, drink the positivity. You, you know, yeah, you hit it. You hit <laughs> it right on the head. Drink the positivity. Make sure you drink no, your drink water. The positivity. Yeah, it's it's pretty uh, hot. It's, it's pretty hot this week. So drink water. Keep hydrated. Stay hydrated. Yes. All right, guys. Um, Before, during, and after. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Have a good day. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Assalamu alaikum. <laughs>